We're interviewing today someone I've known for a really long time, Lisa Perry of Shore Bells. We're so happy to have you here, Lisa. And she's had such a great story that we talked with her last week and we were like, we have to get her on the podcast because she's got a story our listeners have to hear. We are so happy to have you here and to let our listeners hear all about you and what's going on and your business and how you can help others. Thank you for inviting me on. It's very exciting to uh, talk about this stuff. I'm very jazzed about it. So, What's fascinating about your story is the fact that you were conforming for the first half of your life. You were conforming, doing what you thought other people wanted you to do, what you think you should do. And then you broke out of that and started doing what you wanted to do and found out that what you were doing and what you wanted to do, you were actually really good at. Yeah, and now and now you've kind of taken it on and and are inspiring others through their own transformations. One of the things that really sparked my interest in our conversation last week was this idea that you had an inner athlete that you had never really tapped into, and you found that, and it really lit you up. And I think most of us in the second half of our life are especially in transition, whatever that transition might be, you know, empty nesters, divorce, retirement, moving, uh, any of those things, we're trying to find what lights us up. In this process, though, from the old me of, you know, doing what was maybe, you know, I thought was expected of me as a woman or, you know, whatever, versus, you know, doing what I wanted to do, Along with that, and kind of in the same arc, was me kind of not liking my body, feeling like I never could be the, you know, ideal physique or whatever it is, you know, body weight, body type, this thing, you know, and kind of being unhappy with what I was doing was kind of like gave me license to just be okay with being unhappy with my body. And I didn't like my body. I felt very uncomfortable. I just have always felt very um, misplaced and just generally disconnected. And as I began to explore things my body could do, so the transition from like old to new had a section in the middle where I was kind of exploring and I got into yoga a little bit that made me be like, oh, my body can do cool things. Like maybe I don't hate it so much. Maybe my body is okay. And, you know, maybe what these other people think about my body or what I think it should be, like, maybe I don't need to listen to that and just see what my body can do. And it gave me more confidence. And then, you know, by the time I finally, for um, strength training, as an extension of like trying to chase this physique ideal. Right, right. And trying to, like, I had had the baby, I breastfed, and then I gained some weight. And, you know, I just wasn't feeling good about myself in many ways. And I wasn't liking my career. And it was like, I hit that point where I think a lot of people get to in their maybe forties or whatever, you know, middle age where they're like, you know, something's got to give. <laughs> I don't know what that something was, but like in the transition to chasing this weight loss goal, which became something I don't even care about anymore so much. Um, it was more like, you know, the body type I discovered, you know, that oh, I'm good at strength training. And oh, maybe I don't hate my body. And oh, hey, my body can do all this cool stuff. So it was like, I not only liberated myself from a career path I didn't like, um, but also just from kind of, I transitioned from 
you know, the extension of that unhappiness was like unhappiness with my body. And then I was able to transition to where I was like, wow, like I love and respect my body and my body kicks ass. And hey, I want to kick more ass with this body. And you know what? If it doesn't look like what, you know, Instagram or, you know, this magazine or whatever says it should look like, you know, screw those things because it's strong and can do a lot of stuff and it's carrying me through life. And, you know, I'm, I'm loving my life now. Like I took all this time and here I am like, woo, I'm loving my life. So yeah. I think learning to um, find something about your body. I think for us, we grew up in the age of, you know, Jordache jeans and whatnot came out when we were, you know, for me, like late in elementary school. And it was kind of like, you know, I really never experienced as a kid, like any kind of joy in my own body. Um, and that, you know, wasn't something I even thought was even possible. I was happy hating myself, <laughs> I yeah. guess, yeah. you know, because I didn't know any better. That was your so, norm. you know, to have transitioned now um, through strength training to loving my body. And, you know, are there things about it that I wish were different? Yeah, of course. But I'm not like, you know, miserable over it now. Cause now I'm like, you know what, but I can go rip 350 pounds off the ground <laughs> doing a deadlift and be like, woohoo, you know, yeah. so do I care that I have a stretch mark? No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, what's funny is, you know, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> I always laugh about this. It's like, I finally got a physique where I can wear like a two piece bathing suit and feel like, yeah, I'm rocking it. But now I have like, you know, stretch marks and yes. saggy skin. Like, I'm like, <laughs> Life, you're so cruel. I know it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I don't That's care though. So I still true. wear the two piece. I still wait, wear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have a wonderful story about going, making this transition in your life, and the the word that I love and resonate so much is that you feel strong, not necessarily only in your body, but also in your conviction, in your thinking, and in what you can offer other people. And so you found some comfort with your own personal body. And now you can share that comfort or that transition, those ideas with other women. So, so if you would just give a, a quick summary of your before life. So people have context about what was going on to shift you into this, this new beautiful place. So, um, you know, just in a nutshell, I was raised um, in an environment where there were very uh, gender specific ideals that sort of precluded me from exploring areas of myself, um, both interests and physically. For a very long time, it really kind of just closed some doors there for me that I didn't realize were closed and I didn't realize, you know, what that meant. Right. And it was many, many, many years later that um, I was able to shed those uh, restrictions, almost like chains upon me, um, women should and shouldn't do, you know, X, Y, Z to where I, you know, had, had come on my own and had achieved enough success in a career path to kind of feel emboldened to explore a little bit more and start to cast aside or put less weight into some of these, you know, ideals. And I think we are as a society beginning to look differently at them. But, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when we grew up, Women really were, they were allowed to do certain things and not allowed to do other things. So here I am, you know, I reached, you know, the middle part of life, having no idea that inside of me, 
was an athlete. I mean, I just never did anything athletic at all and was discouraged from doing so. Even though like in my mind at the time, like there was things I wanted to do, but I just kind of was like, oh, okay. Like I'm a girl. I can't do that, I guess. Boo-hoo, you know, on to the next thing. So now, you know, it's like I opened the floodgates. <laughs> it was like, um, I went to a gym and got introduced to weight training um, you know, very beginner level stuff. And the coach I worked with saw in me, whoa, this woman is strong. Hey, you need to compete. And I was like, compete in what? Like, you're crazy guy. Yeah. I, mean, I thought this guy had rocks in his head. Me? Compete? Like, you know, I'm an old lady. <laughs> um, and I'm overweight and all these things. So, you know, none of those added up in my head to athlete. Right. So by the grace of God, you know, this coach, really um he he did what coaches do which is they almost see the future you yeah and they help you find that that's right that's right Um, and they help to you know shorten the path from point a to point b and he saw this athlete in me and encouraged me to find that athlete and you know express that athletic ability and i'm so grateful because it was life-changing you know i went from being timid And, you know, like I knew that I kind of kicked butt at certain things, but in my body and in the expression of myself physically, I was still um, kind of repressed, Yeah. you know, and this opened the door for me to feel strong in my body and want to use my body to do cool things and keep challenging that. And that really um, transformed my mindset into believing in things that I never thought possible or or available to me accessible to me to believing really that the sky was the limit and to kind of embody the limitless mindset which was something I always felt very limited so this was like you know a 180 for me yeah like holy crap I can do anything I want I really believe I can so what if I'm you know my late 40s and I never did this before who cares you know I'm, I'm keeping up with these young people that's and right. that was just so empowering. Um, and through that, I lost a lot of weight and I, my health improved, all of my biomarkers and all that, everything improved. And I had a big why, you know, to keep doing it for health, um, you know, to be around for my family as long as I can, to live independently as long as I can, and all these things. So like, you have every reason why to keep going. Yep. Um, and then it became like, I wanted to just see what I could do. Like, I was like, let's try the next thing. Let's make a new goal and chase that. Yeah. Um, And it's like very exciting. So um, to your point about coaching and helping others. Yeah. Like this coach helped me. And now like I've become a coach and I'm helping other people. And, you know, for once in my life, finally, like it took all these years into my fifties, I'm doing what I love to do physically and personally and helping other people kind of experience that same um, empowerment. Yeah. And it's, it's very exciting to me. It makes me happier than I could ever imagine being <laughs> at this point. You know, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, could this happen? I'd be like, I don't know. Like, it seems crazy, but yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm living it. And you know, it's like, Hey, client, this client, you client, you person, this can happen for you too. You know, yeah. and it's just yeah. having someone believe in you and help you believe in yourself, I think right. is Absolutely. really important. Absolutely. The definition of a coach, right? Yep. Yep. You know, Lisa, it's funny because when I, when I first moved back to New Jersey 
15 years ago, 16 years ago, we connected at one point, I think through the holistic moms or something. I, I remember, I remember connecting with you. I think it was right when your son was born right around that time. And you're right. You were kind of timid. You were, you were actually the girl I remembered in high school who was kind of quiet. You know, you weren't in athletics or anything, you know, you weren't a jock. That wasn't even part of your identity. And it wasn't even a dabbler. <laughs> not even a dabbler, exactly. So that was the person. So when I met you 15 years ago or whenever it was, it wasn't, you know, you were who I remembered you to be. And then years later, when I started, when I, I think it connected with you again, after you had started this training, I was like, she is completely different. She is a new person. Like this is completely different. This is even before you started your business, but I think you'd started training. And it was amazing to see that transformation. So when I saw you started your own business, I was like, yes, she has done it. <laughs> it's exciting to feel like you've broken free and, and you know, released the chains, if you will. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you've taken on this identity that you never had before, you know, right. and your identity now is an athlete. I'm an athlete, which if you could like, if your past self could see you, you would be in complete disbelief. You'd be like, no yes. way, that is totally not me. That's in some parallel universe that doesn't exist. <laughs> and, and even within that, it's like, I went from being like, oh, I can sort of like be a pretend athlete in the beginning to being like, you know, no, you know what? I'm actually, the other me is kind of more like, like the pretend version and the <laughs> athlete is the real version that was underlying it the whole time right that just needed to get, get cut loose right. so it's almost like I've been reborn into who I should have originally been in the first place right. which is amazing you know and you could you know focus on regret and oh I wish and too bad and blah 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 but what is that that doesn't serve me all I'm just so happy now you know, I'm just focusing on like from this point forward, like how much more butt can I kick yeah. between now right. and however long I'm, I'm lucky enough to stay on this earth, That's you know? Right. And it's like, I think to help other people realize, cause a lot of my clients will, um, you know, express some interest, like, oh, I wish I could do that. And when I ask the question, you know, well, why can't you? Oh, I'm, you know, a laundry list of reasons, you know, most often I'm too old. I never did this before. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, look at me, you know? I I started in my late 40s and look in just five, six years. I mean, I've ascended to like a nationally competitive athletic level. Yeah. You know, will that be you? I, it could be, you know, may, maybe, maybe not, but why not explore it? I mean, like, why not at least give it a chance? You know, and then within that, find something that empowers you that you enjoy, you know? Cause within, you know, athletics or fitness, there's a, so many avenues and ways to achieve fitness and strength. Um, you know, somewhere in there is something that everyone can find some interest in, I think. Absolutely. When I talk with my husband, who's, who's also a personal trainer, he talks a lot about, and Debbie and I talk about this with our clients, is that, you know, we want to be strong for what reason? Like, what's the underlying reason? You want to be able to get up off the floor when you're playing with your kids or grandkids. You want to be able to stack that cord of wood in the winter. You want to be able to garden without hurting your back. You want, right? So you want to be able to do stuff for a really long time. Yes. There's a lot of um, studies that have shown too that people can live very uh, robustly 
into their later years, much, much farther than, you know, the standard American might think. So, you know, if, if you have old Lisa mindset of like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, your body begins to be unable. Right. Um, so at some point you may be, you know, run up a little resistance. Getting started can be hard and having a coach is going to make the difference for you because yep. they're going to make a path, especially in the beginning when it's accessible, it meets you where you're at and you take baby steps towards starting to feel more um, powerful in your body and more able. Because the feeling of not being able is very, can be very crippling. And also like, you know, people are, they don't want to feel that. So a coach's job is to allow you to begin to find your own strength in a way that makes you feel empowered and good. So it's more of a yes environment and less of a no environment as you start. Um, so my message to anyone, if they're, you know, if you're listening to this, number one, thank you. Number two, <laughs> like if you have questions in your own mind of your own ability, don't go it alone. Go and find a coach. Meet, interview a couple coaches. Find one that you connect with, and let them guide you until you feel empowered. Where maybe you'll train on your own, or you know, pursue things on your own. But a coach will make the difference. I think, especially if you're coming into this later in life, you know, and you're a little timid because you're inexperienced. Um, a coach is is going to make the difference for you for sure. And. I wanted to go back to this idea of the before Lisa and the new Lisa, if you will. You're the same amazing woman. And I wanted to make sure that for people who are in transition, I wanted to acknowledge your success that you've had in your business career and your tenacity and your drive in your business career also is paralleled to this, your new business that you've created, like your success there gave you a lot of gifts, right? For who you are now. So it's not throwing out the old, it's really yes. saying, oh, I learned so much in my first half of my life. I knew what, you know, I excelled at these things and I can excel again, maybe in this different world and to not, not completely, I don't want to say throw, throw out the old because like you're, yes. you're, you're the same you just in, you know, with, with a new attitude of this new thing. Right. Yes. And you know, as I was leaving my first career, which was engineering, heavy construction, man environment, <laughs> I was determined not to fail there. And I arguably ran myself into the ground trying not to fail. But hey, I'm a driven gal. And, you know, failure is not an option was sort of, you know, my way of operating. So, you know, there I am doing all these things that on the outside look good. She's a successful engineer, all these things. And what I was really discovering, and it took me a while to really appreciate it, but I discovered that I was really good at and enjoyed mentoring people. Um, and in that context, it was the young engineers. So both women and men, you know, male and female engineers would come in as college students, they would intern with me. And all three of the jobs that I had there, I spent many years at each one of them, you know, maybe you know, five to 10 years each. Um, during my tenure, each of them, I became the go-to person for mentoring the young engineers. And I never asked for that position. It was like, 
they must have seen an ability in me and I also didn't mind doing it. And a lot of people didn't want me bothered. So maybe, you know, it was like an inherent skill that I had. I didn't realize, you know, that I have the ability to break things down to people to a level that meets them where they're at. And, you know, I had no idea that that would be like my learning, basically exactly. like training to be a coach. It was right. like, I was coaching yes. all along. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and when I decided to switch careers, I felt like I must be crazy. I have no experience. Like I had this whole career and I'm switching gears, like a 180 to something totally different. And the more time I spent coaching, the more I realized like, oh my gosh, I have a huge skill set already that totally applies to this. So yeah. It was very nice to be able to find little, you know, gems from my past life that are serving me well now. And, you know, again, no looking back with regret because, you know, that whole career, while it may, could I go back and choose a different path? Maybe, I don't know. Like, would I? Um, it served me really well. And it makes me really appreciate the opportunity I have now um, to do what I do. Like, it really makes me appreciate it that I had the chance to be where I'm at now, you know, before it's quote unquote too late. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm 53. I got a good 20 to 30 years ahead of me where I'll be helping people and, you know, being strong and kind of experiencing a robust, you know, later years of life. And I want to share that, you know, I want to keep doing it myself and share it with other people as long as I possibly can. Cause I think, you know, it's great. I mean, there's nothing better than, you know, to flip, to flip the pancake from, oh, I'm old and I'm declining to like, I'm putting up, you know, a good fight, you yeah. know, and maybe the fight wasn't nearly as hard as I thought it would be. Right. This is awesome. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. love that message too, of it not being as hard as, as people think, because we talk about, you know, strength training can be intimidating, but you take it one bit at a time. We think we have to be overnight successes, you know, but there's that whole climbing the mountain took time and one step after the other and different tools along the way to get to the top of the mountain. We, we see people at their mountain peak and we think, oh, you know, it's so easy for them. Well, I think we need to just honor, honor where people are on the mountain and just, you know, walk with them. Right. And it can start, you know, with really simple, not intimidating things. Um, I have had clients that came to me and their goal, expressed goal, you know, right through the door was I just want to be able to get down to the floor and get up from the floor confidently and know that I can do it because, you know, this person I'm thinking of in particular was about to be a grandparent. And they were like, man, you know, like I want to be able to get on the floor and play with my grandchild and then be able to get up from the floor and, you know, not need help and not feel like, you know, maybe I could do it once a day and then I'm done, you know. And this person went from not being able to get down to and up from the floor without holding on to like, you know, a chair or the counter or their knee or something to being able to get up and down from the floor um, with ease. And, you know, that is like, to me, I mean, do I like training, lifting uh, clients? I absolutely do. But this like functional strength client, very rewarding to me. Uh, And then to get a message from the person, you know, oh my gosh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was able to, you know, push up on my arm and roll over without having to wake myself up and get out of bed and get back in. She was just like, oh my God, like, 
it's life changing. I'm sleeping better, you know, and, and I'm excited for my grandchild and all these things. And, like to me, that's really rewarding as a fellow, you know, this happens to be a woman, you know, to help her in her 60s to feel like, whoa, she's got a new lease on life. I right. mean, yeah. you know, and she started literally like her goal, when I say her goal is to get down to the floor and back up, that's literally what her goal was. Yeah. You know, and I was like, hmm, okay let's see where we go. You know? And it was, you know, one session I was like, all right, it was, it was very clear to me the things to work on. She went from that to lifting weights, you know, and then she's swinging kettlebells and doing all these things like she never thought she could do, right. but it was one bite at a time, yeah. you know, and she went from being reluctant and timid and not sure if she liked the whole thing, you know, strength training or, or where we were going with it to like, you know, maybe I would say after about three weeks, she was like wow like this yes. is awesome I feel great my knees don't hurt going up and down the stairs and all these things that that is really um I feel like like I hit the lottery <laughs> that I'm able to help people have that kind of life improvement I mean it's really I'm very grateful and I I'm thankful like every day that I get to do this yeah I don't know the age range of our listeners but I imagine I'm thinking of my kids who are you know young adults and even up to you know, 30 or maybe even 40 people can't even imagine not being able to get up off the floor. Like that seems ridiculous. They take for granted their, their resilience, their agility to do things. Yet a lot of them are already on the path that's going to get them to be having trouble from getting up off the floor. We take advantage of our youth a lot of the time and don't take care of our bodies. And yeah. so many people who are, might be 30 and getting off the floor is not a big deal but they're sitting there eating junk food, you know, not exercising, doing stuff that's going to catch up to them, you know, so that, yeah. so it's, it's, I wanted to address that because it's not like our, you know, our audience or our, our people that we coach are these decrepit old people. It's, and then some of them are, some of them are even young in the fact that they can't do things because of what they didn't do or what they did in their youth. And, and young people that maybe have had an injury too, right, right. Um, that lose because they get laid up and they don't move and they lose some of this ability. Exactly. Um, you know, it goes fast. Yep. It goes fast. It really and, goes fast. And it's not only the physical that goes fast, it's also our limiting beliefs. And that's kind of like the, the, the basis of what we're talking about here is that we all have these limiting beliefs and we have to question them. We have to be curious about them and we have to be able to say, listen, that belief is not serving me. I can do this. And yeah. it's recognizing those limiting beliefs, which we don't, like you were just saying, you didn't, you didn't even know to question your limiting beliefs as you were growing up because nobody, you didn't have a coach to point them out to you. So the idea of having a coach or having a message like this, if you're just listening to our podcast, to what are your limiting beliefs? What are you holding back from that you can do? And imagine that you can even do more. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. And, you know, for me, just having that one, it took, it was that one person that, yeah. you know, believed me and got me to, you know, you kind of um, summed it up very well of pointing out that the limiting beliefs is kind of the overarching theme because it's true. And I, even when I went into that one experience um, at that gym, this guy made me question everything. Yeah. Like he really believed that I could do all these things. And, and, you know, at some point I was like, why do I think I can't do all of this? Like I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, and it was like, and you, you did know, more. <laughs> once your mindset changes and you go from, you know, feeling limited and, you know, you own, you own that limiting 
mindset. Like you're limiting yourself. You know, it started with my, me being limited by what my parents messaging was. And then I I took ownership of that. I started limiting myself, Right. you know, and it took someone to really, I hit a point of desperation where I was like, you know, I'm either here, I'm at this gym and I'm going to try this out and I'm either going to give up and just be an old person and be like everyone else and say, Oh, it sucks to get old. Or like, maybe something's going to happen. That'll change that. And boom, it did, you know, and it was like, gratefully, I was ready to be a little bit receptive to change. You know, maybe other people listening, like, you're just like, damn, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Well, you know what, what are you doing about it? Let someone like push you out of your comfort zone and try something, you know, try something different that's going to make you feel different and kind of, you know, break that mindset that I can't, I can't, I can't. What if you can, you can, you can, because I think you can, <laughs> I mean, right. you know, give it a try. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard though, to, to break that. It's like mental patterning, you know, and it's of very course. hard. Our brains are very good. We're very good at, at patterning. But if you think like, if I can just get it to pattern this new thought, of I can, like that can be my new pattern. And that's like, for me, that's where I'm living now. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'll try that. Why the hell not? You know? Yeah. Sometimes I surprise myself. Sometimes I'm like, oh, not for me. But most of the time I'm like, hey, I can do this. This is great. Yeah. You know, and it just, like, once you have that feeling, um, you know, some people will be like, oh, but I just don't like working out or whatever it is, you know, whatever, whatever gets you going. Maybe it's walking or whatever. You know, once you get that feeling of like, wow, like I, I have more in me. I'm not limited. That it becomes its own why. Because like, I think everyone wants to feel empowered and like, hey, there's more out there for me. You know, I, I haven't, you know, I haven't hit my peak. You know, there's more I can do. That's you know right. what I mean? And I think like that, if you can find someone who helps you feel that, like after that, you're going to go on autopilot because you want more of that. Because yeah. no one's going to go, no, I want to go back to feeling like crap. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to well, feel good and, I, and you're going to want to feel good more. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know. I think you bring up a, an interesting point about feeling like crap. I think a lot of people walk around not really, they don't really realize because they're kind of disconnected from their body. So they don't really realize how badly they feel. You know, they're just kind of, dozing through the days, you know, yeah. moving through the days. And to your point of har- harnessing someone else's belief through a coach who sees something in you, you know, and getting help because doing, making change isn't easy, right? We have to become uncomfortable. You know, that's what makes a muscle. A muscle is stressing it, you know, that's, yes. and so we we talk so much as a society about removing stresses from our life but the the stress makes us strong you know the stress makes diamonds you know that's what creates the the beautiful diamond and so we inherently don't want to be uncomfortable so getting either a group of people or a person together to hold each other accountable and keep showing up really really can shift, really can help yeah. people change. Yeah. So amen to coaching. <laughs> sometimes it's just, it's really like one person is all it takes. That's sometimes. right. That's right. You, know, yeah. you never know. It could be your example. It could be like 
some encouraging words you've shared with somebody. Um, but uh, what I wanted to say is like, if you're like, I want to make change, but I'm scared, you know, what if I get hurt? You know, the thing and the, about, you know, putting yourself intentionally stressing yourself um, is like something you can do in a yoga class, in with a trainer, in a gym class that's coached. Um, and what's going to happen is like these afford you the chance to step outside of your comfort zone, but within a framework that's safe. Right. So, you know, you have support of other people, you know, whatever, maybe you're using in yoga, a prop or the wall or a chair. So it's not super scary, but it's a little bit of a toe in the water. And then right. you begin to be more comfortable with those safe um, stressing yourself in those safe environments. And then eventually like you feel very confident and empowered, then you feel safer out in any environment, feeling robust and willing to kind of push into your, out of your comfort zone. So I think those safe environments are a great place for people, you know, beginning to, who are curious and want to make a shift, but they're stuck in their head and you're, you know, you know, you want to do something different, but you just don't know how to get started. Yep. Um, you know, a class can be a great way. A coach is a great way because, you know, we all, if we feel some sense of safety, we're a little more willing to do things that are maybe a little scary because, you know, there's that safety net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that saying that life begins at the end of your comfort zone, you know, and that it, that can't be more true. I've, I've experienced that so many times in my life, but it is important to have the safety net while you're there, that while you're leaving your comfort zone, at least, you know, it's not going to kill you, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. or hurt you or whatever else. So that's, that's what it is. I wanted to touch on something else you said, and I don't want to go in a negative direction because I, I want to actually eliminate this phrase that I've been hearing probably ever since I hit around 50 years old or so, I've heard so many people say either don't get old or getting old sucks. And every time I hear someone say that, I'm thinking, wow, I feel great right now. I feel better than I did in my twenties. Yes. Mentally, mentally and physically. And I'm like, okay, I'm not old, but getting older, I'm actually feeling better. And, and given these are because of a lot of the choices I've made, which have been to nourish my body, to nourish my mind. And so I want to move that phrase out of people's heads. And when they think that, why are you saying that? Because you're yeah. not feeling good on some level. So change it. Don't get that yeah. phrase out of your head because you're not going to get younger. Can't yeah. go backwards. So you might as well make the road ahead a great road because you know, that's, that's what we have. And it can be, I mean, we, one of the best things about getting older is letting go of so much of the constraints that we have socially, so much of the messages we know to ignore now or to push away because they don't serve us. We don't have that ability when we're younger, a lot of the time, just because we don't have the confidence and the experience and the wisdom to do it. So taking advantage of the mindset that most of us get just as we get older anyway, and seizing it and, and grabbing onto it and getting to do really good things and fun things and things that make you strong, this is the time to do it. So, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I hear, oh, I'm, oh, I can't do that. I'm old so often. Yeah. And my thing is always like, why not try? Why not try? Yeah. Um, and it's hard, you know, that goes back to this limiting mindset messaging that we get growing up. I think, you know, I don't know if men experience it 
as intensely as women do. Right. There's a lot of women can't messaging or, you know, women need to shrink and be small and, you know, these kind of things. And I think it, the tide's turning. We're kind of coming into our own. And I, and I see the younger generation doesn't seem to be as limited as people of our generation um, sure. have felt growing up. Um, and I want to like continue to foster that. Like I want people to carry that torch and help so that people don't have to, you know, feel like, oh, it took me 30, 40, 50 years until I felt confident enough yeah. to like do my own thing, whatever that was that I felt limited from at some point. And my message also is like, no matter how old you are, it's still not too late. Like you can still be better tomorrow than you were today. Yeah. It does not matter how old you are. It does not matter, you know, you may have a, a laundry list of things that are physical ailments or, you know, what have you that have accumulated over the years. It's still not too late. There are still plenty of things you can do to feel better, to feel stronger. And in some cases, you know, reverse some of those yep. um, conditions. So you're just like, like, shut that voice off. You're not too old. It's not too late. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think our limiting belief on age, there's so much messaging to it. And so to this point, we need to reframe the language that we're using and what we're reading and what our feeds are and what magazines we're reading and who we're connected with. That's why coaching can be such a valuable investment because you I mean, one of our biggest jobs is to help people think differently. It's yeah. like, where, where is that talk coming from? And not even diving into it, but challenging it and saying, what would it feel like if you chose these words instead or chose this path? Because all what we're doing as coaches is helping people claim their agency again. You know, it's help, yeah. helping claim the to claim our choices back instead of defaulting to the world's expectations. I really embrace aging and I truly believe like, you know, every day you wake up, aging is a gift. I mean, it truly is a gift. It is like, I, I will be happier, happy as a clam if I can wake up one day in my eighties and be like, Hey, I'm still here and I'm still doing stuff. Yep. You know, I won't be like, oh man, it sucks to get old. I'll be like, damn happy I made it to my 80s. Like, that's what I'm shooting for. I'm shooting for living robustly and vigorously as long as I possibly can um, and continuing to just encourage other people to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, don't give up on yourself. You know, you are worth your own energy. It's yeah. like, you have to just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go try this and find your yes environment. You know, maybe you can't live 50 pounds today, but maybe you can lift five. Yeah. You know, maybe you can't walk a mile. Maybe you can walk a block twice a day, whatever it is, like find your yes and just go after it. And then if you get stuck, get someone to help you call in a coach. Don't be shy. We're here to help you. Right. <laughs> I think people don't understand even what coaching is. And we've, you know, as an industry, haven't done a good job of really helping people understand how transformational it can be. Yeah. And I even have clients here that you know, they keep saying, oh, I got to go off on my own. Like, I should just be able to do this on my own. It's like, you know, take advantage. Don't think like that. You know, maybe, you know, you have a budget and you're going to, you know, get the most out of it with your coach and then you go off on your own. But don't feel like if you go off, like you have to go off on your own, 
to be successful. Like you, I have a coach. I also have a coach. I'm a coach. I could coach myself. I have a coach because this person shortens the path from point A to point B for me. And they can see me without the lens of my own bias. You know what I mean? So it's like, they're able to see the future me and help me get there. Likewise, a coach can help you do that. And it's not a question of whether or not, you know, you're a good or a bad or a capable person because you do or don't want or need a coach. It's choosing to have that benefit of the coach. The coach is going to be a benefit. There's no bones about it. I would argue even someone who's not the best coach is still going to help you more than (laughs) you'd likely be able to help yourself, right? right? Because they just don't have that inherent bias that you have for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, reach out, get a helping hand, start in the class if you need to, grab a coach, you know, whatever it might be, a yoga, whatever, whatever it is you want to do, get in touch with your body and let your body have the chance to prove your limiting beliefs wrong. Because it will. If you give it the chance, it will prove your limiting beliefs wrong because your body wants to move. As humans, our bodies, you know, they want to adapt. They want to be challenged. They want to have those stresses placed upon our body. That's how our body bolsters itself and becomes more robust. So it's like, you know, we've been had this thing like, oh, my knee hurts. Oh, don't use it. No, that's wrong. You need to use it more. (laughs) Use it in a way that is good, you know, to help your knees feel better. I mean, I've had numerous people come to me with knee problems, back problems that after a few months are like, they're like, I'm out of pain. Right. And they're doing these amazing things they never thought they could do, you know, that they couldn't have done on day one. But it's like the the song is not over. Like, like get out there and live. You know, demand more for yourself. You would like if you have a child, right? You wouldn't let your kid just give and give up and throw in the towel. So, like, if you're letting yourself do that, you need a coach to push you. Yeah. That's gonna make the difference. Yeah. yeah. I just want everyone to feel as awesome as I do. So yeah. like, if it's a way to get you there, like come at me, <laughs> you know, if you're going to do it on your own, great, but just, just do it, you know, get off the couch, get off, you know, the proverbial couch and, and go do something, challenge your body and challenge yourself to love your body and make it a yes thing. Like, what can I do? Let's do more of that. Then I can do the next thing. Thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing your story and your passion and your excitement for transitioning and for getting us to think differently, you know, about our body and what our capabilities are, because we really are resilient creatures and we can really do so much more than our limiting beliefs can do. So where can people find you, Lisa? Where, what's your social media? What, how do you work with people? So uh, my business is Shore, like Jersey Shore Bells, as in barbell, kettlebell, dumbbell. So Shore Bells, um, you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram. I will have a website soon, and I'd love to hear from you guys. There's lots of stuff on there. Um, you know, through that you can contact me. You know, reach out by direct message for coaching or questions, and I just love the chat. So anybody wants to talk about feeling stuck and wants to get unstuck. Hit me up. Happy to help. There we go. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lisa, we are so like-minded. And so, you know, we are, it's, it's great to talk to you about the stuff that we've been talking about for years and for it to, for it to be said from a different voice and, and in a slightly different way than we've been saying it. And it's all the same language. It's all the same message. And it's just so beautiful to hear it from you and to see, see you and how fabulous you feel and look. And it's just, 
it's it's amazing. So I'm so glad that we, we found each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. I appreciate so much the opportunity to chat with you guys. Yeah. Um, and I, I echo what you said earlier, just, you know, that you feel better now than you really ever did. And I feel the same way. And I feel like, you know, each day I can feel even better. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm still on the up, uphill. Yep. Absolutely. I'm still working my way up. That's right. <laughs> and that's, that's right. And that's the mindset that we can get better and better every day for the long term. Thank, thank you guys. You're welcome. Have a great day, Lisa. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.